Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. Hey everyone, welcome to our 88th episode of Marriage on the Rocks. I'm Crystal. And I'm Seth. Every week we have a drink with our discussion, and this week we are having, it's called an all-in. All-in. Yeah. Yeah. Um, It's good. It's got, of course, our Templeton rye that we're featuring Featuring this this month, month. but that's the only ingredient we're going to tell you. (laughs) If you want to know how to make the drink, you've got to follow the Marriage on the Rocks Speakeasy Facebook group. Yes. And you can see how we make it, how we chilled the glass. I know. It's pretty awesome. Yeah. How we stir it, what goes in it. So uh-huh. it's got the Templeton Rye whiskey in it. You can see maybe if you're watching it, I guess maybe you can't, but there is a lemon twist in there, and there is three other ingredients. Yeah, it's really good. You guys got to join the yeah. the speakeasy group. It's mm-hmm. uh, We try to keep it fun, and uh, I don't know. It, it, I think it's cool to just interact with people, like yeah. we said. Well, And we need actual listeners in the group. Yeah, I know. My goodness. We have a so, lot of people in the group that obviously don't listen to the podcast. Yeah, and it's like, come on, people, or come on, the listeners, like, maybe uh, speak up and and be like, no, this is not how what Chris, Seth and Crystal believe, yeah. <laughs> or whatever. Yeah. Yeah, but yeah, yeah it is obvious. People like joining Facebook groups, and we have a lot in our group that don't listen to the show. Yeah, I think that's... Apparent by Which is, some stuff they say. I don't know. Yeah. I wouldn't join a group that I knew nothing about. I know. I yeah. guess. Unless it was called like like Flamin' Hot Cheetos. But no, I love Flamin' Hot Cheetos. Yeah. Like, so you it would still have to be something I was into. Uh-huh. I don't know. I, I guess I, that's why I try to well, figure out. Well, like, maybe people are like, ooh, speakeasy. Like, that sounds pretty cool. Or maybe they do see. Maybe they were intrigued by the recipes or something. Yeah. And so they were... Like, well, I'll join it just to watch the recipe mm-hmm. drink videos or whatever. Yep. But, yeah, if you haven't joined, joined. Um, I'm going to go ahead and say to like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, um, and to rate us and review if, us, If you're too. listening to us on iTunes, please pause yes. and hit the five star. Leave a quick review. Yes, It please. takes just a few seconds. Uh-huh. You know, we need that support, so... Yeah, please do so, and we really, we really, really appreciate it. Yeah. So this week we are going to be talking. Well, I guess most of the time we talk about what people do wrong. <laughs> yeah. In their relationships, and this week we're going to talk about what you're doing right. Um, change it up a bit, mm-hmm. and I mean, I guess if you're not doing these things, then you are doing things wrong. Right. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's very true. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, but before we get started with that, Seth has his positive-ass post of the week. Get you a girl that's like a... Oh, no, that was something else. (laughs) This one is the best feeling in the world is being with someone who wants you as much as you want them. Is that really the best feeling in the world? Well, I think it is. I guess we're talking like deep emotional feeling. Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh huh. Not deep inside of me feeling. Jeez, <laughs> man, you're getting started quick. I, I get, Sorry. as uh, while we're recording, I I actually just got back. Uh huh. From, from I've been in Denver for the last three days, mm-hmm. and so I just flew back. 
it's been if you're in Denver, you know how bad the weather was. It's Friday night here while we're recording, mm-hmm. and I didn't think I was going to be able to make it home. I left Oklahoma. I didn't think I was going to be able to leave Oklahoma on Wednesday because it was snowing. Mm-hmm. One of the probably the best snow we've had we've since we moved yeah. out here. Uh-huh. Um, and then I went to Denver where they just finished snowing, and then it all kicked up again Thursday night into Friday, and so I had my fingers crossed all day that I was going to get home. So and you did. I came straight home. We're boozing up and recording, and somebody's starting to get frisky. Yeah, <laughs> already. It's been too long, Seth. Mm-hmm. Three days. Yeah. No, that, but... That's what the Positive Ass Post of the week is. <laughs> get you a girl that, if you're away from for three days, they are just all over you. <laughs> if you're not all over your man after not seeing him, you're doing something wrong. <laughs> I missed you, though, you know? And I think that, yeah, but I do think that it is a really good feeling to be with someone that wants you just as much as you want them. Yeah. We've talked on here about one-sided relationships and Mm -hmm. how dysfunctional they are. Yeah. So, yes, like I said, we're going to be talking about um, what you're doing right Mm -hmm. in your relationship. And I don't know, I think that, like, I guess... You know, lately I've, uh, I recently started working again. I start hearing more conversations and stuff like that and, and stuff that, you know, I, I disagree with and some stuff I agree with. And I think that being able to, to talk about this and talk about, you know, I guess be more positive about some of the things that people do. It's, it's good to see that, you know, people do these things. And I think that um, one, one of them is that you put each other first. I think that mm-hmm. that's a, I think that's a really big one, really. Yeah. I, I think that, and it should be, you put each other first without exception. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I, I see a lot of people that are really good at making their marriage a priority when other priorities fall to the wayside. Mm-hmm. They're really quick to be like, oh, it's all about us when there is nothing outside of us happening. Mm-hmm. But when you consistently choose us over everything, that's how you know you're doing it right. Yeah. Not when it's convenient, not when it looks the best in front of friends or family, not when it's the, you know, the cool thing to do on social media, you know, to try to act like you are putting each other first. You know, it, it should be... Something you just do mm-hmm. and consistently. Yes. Yeah. But, I mean, that's, I, I can't like stress that enough. But there's really. a lot of people that can't even fake put each other first. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, it's very, very apparent that their relationship is not first and their dynamic of whatever's going on with family and kids and work and friends and yeah. life. Uh-huh. I know. And we've talked in previous episodes about, this really and, mm-hmm. and like that you you have to your spouse is the most important person or should be the most important person in your life mm-hmm. and then everyone else should follow right <laughs> but your your spouse should be your number one and we've we've even taken the stand that your spouse should come before your kids mm-hmm yeah people don't like to hear that no they don't uh-huh um one thing, so like I was, uh, I was talking to this lady, and she was, she was telling me how, 
god awful her relationship is with her husband. Mm-hmm. They've been together for a long time. And I asked her, I said, Well, have you guys always, you know, has it always been like that? You know, I'm sure you guys were happy in the beginning. Mm-hmm. And she's like, Yeah, I don't know. Not really. And it just makes me think like, Back then, I wonder what she what she thought, you know, when she married him initially. And did she even see a future with her, her husband? Yeah. You know, I I think when, when, when I hear people from, there, when there's a generational gap mm-hmm. of someone that's, you know, I guess for all intents and purposes, a senior citizen mm-hmm. talking about their relationship, there's really only one of two things that you hear. It's they try to impart on you what their secret to their success in marriage is or it's we just celebrated our 50th wedding anniversary and the next big milestone is we finally get to die and don't have to be around each other anymore. yeah and and there's not really anything in between it's I know. either either we've been together since we were 13 years old mm-hmm. and we've celebrated x amount of anniversaries we've got x amount of kids and even more x amount of grandkids and great grandkids and whatever and or it's yeah, I hate everything about him, and mm-hmm. but that—that's who I'm with. Yeah, and it's weird. Yeah, I know. And and I would like to know what, I, because I I don't think people are pickier now over their partners. Obviously, they're not mm-hmm. pickier now. No. But it seems like it's more socially acceptable to talk about how awful your partner and your relationship is that's true but i wonder like i wonder when it when that started though you know i wonder if like because it is these older people that are talking about that too it's not you know just because the younger generation is talking about it Mm -hmm. more that it's acceptable yeah the older generation is even that way Mm -hmm. though and i mean i yeah maybe maybe it has (laughs) maybe it's been like that for a long time though maybe you know um but yeah i mean not seeing a future together though it, it, but i think that seeing a future mm-hmm. is what you need to do you need yeah. to be able to to picture your life with this person yeah. Cup, for couples, the long haul yeah couples that have a vision of of where they're going and how they're going to get there and that their vision includes their partner <laughs> Mm-hmm. That that's a good sign that you're doing things very correctly. Yeah. Um, and I've talked about on here how with my ex-wife, I had no no future vision of her at all, and that's what led to fantasies of her just not in the picture. Period. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we I don't know if you heard that other couple talking about how. No, you didn't. You didn't because I listened to it by myself, I guess. But they uh, this other couple we're having a conversation over how you have that that thought of I just wish you would go away that I just it's not that I wish something horrible would happen it's just I wish you weren't here that something you would just vanish and I could just do things the way I want to do them and they were talking about how normal that is and how it's like well yeah we all think that about each other and it's like no you yeah. don't if you, you if you if you can, if you're if you can envision your life without your partner and it brings a smile to your face, mm-hmm. 
you're with the wrong partner. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, if you can sit there and be like, oh, man, it'd be so great if she was just, just gone. Man, what, I, what, what would I be able to do? And you get excited about this fantasy that your partner is non-existent. Mm-hmm. That's probably the, I mean, I, I don't even think you would need any more convincing yourself that you need to get a divorce if that's where you, if that's where your thought process I goes. Know. That's awful. And so knowing that that's on one extreme mm-hmm. of the end, uh, of an end, and, you know, their statements get all kinds of people agreeing with that, then you have to acknowledge that there's people at the other end who can't imagine a future without their partner. Yeah. And those are the people that are doing things right. Yeah, I know. I know. You don't even want to get me started with <laughs> with that with that that whole thing because I'll start crying. Oh, okay. Cuz yeah, it's so I mean, and uh yeah, like Seth, well, in our <laughs> I guess in our speakeasy group or whatever, you shared something and it was the Super Bowl. Yeah, the Google Speak Super Bowl commercial. Yeah, and like, oh my gosh, just, you know, like, looking looking through the memories or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I couldn't imagine, like, they they did things right throughout. Oh, they, yeah. they must have done things right throughout. If, their, if, the, if, if that it was, was a real, real couple. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they did things right to where they he was able to have those happy memories mm-hmm. of her. Of her, you know, little laugh or, you know, right. little things, the places that they enjoyed together and stuff. Mm-hmm. And even with that being said, traveling together. Yeah. The couples that we know and the people that we meet that actively travel with one another are seem very happy. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we talked about when we came back from the cruise that there were... A lot of couples, after that five days, they were ready to kill each other. Mm-hmm. So if that's you, we're not talking to you. You're doing things the wrong, wrong. way. <laughs> you tried, and I don't. I, th- I don't think they travel very often with uh-huh. one another. That's the thing. But I think couples that that go on vacations together, that take trips together, that <clears throat> can both step outside of their comfort zone of home mm-hmm. and not kill each other. Mm-hmm. Um, did you ever watch The Amazing Race? Mm-mm. You never watched that? No, uh-uh. It was always funny to me to watch the couples on there just almost kill each other. Really? Because of driving in a car and sitting in traffic and being competitive. And um, Did you watch the American Dad Amazing Race one? Were you awake for that the other I day? I don't know. It's funny, too. Really? But it's you know it was really the people's true colors kind of came out in that when the pressure was on and they were in a foreign area and there's frustration and anxieties and instead of letting it controlling it and then taking control of the situation and pushing forward they just explode on one another mm-hmm. and so i think you tend to see that maybe with less pressure but the same type of fallout um with couples that, that go on trips i mean mm-hmm. and and i see it you know we, we travel all the time I and mean, yeah. I, I just got done at the airport today and you see it just people in the airport getting mad at each other because they're not sure which way the gate is. Yeah. And it's like, you guys are getting ready to, or you can always tell who's coming back and who's Yeah, going. usually. Because uh-huh. there was a family that was back. They all had their stupid Disney stuff on. They were all dressed exactly alike in their Disney stuff. And it was a big family. And they were at each other's wits ends. 
Jeez. And you're like, you guys just came from the quote unquote happiest, happiest place on earth and you're about <laughs> yeah. to kill each other. Oh my gosh. You know, you're not yeah. allowed to run around the airport and your Mickey Mouse ears threatening each other. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, you can always just kind of tell the couples that that travel because they want to have enjoyment with one another mm-hmm. and those that travel because they feel like they have to. Yeah. Um, I, I think that... I know that not everybody can afford to do that type of stuff. Yeah. But those people that can and and do make that a priority, I, I think yeah, I think you just see it you're creating memories, you're creating mm-hmm. experiences, you're creating tangible events that you can po- hopefully positively reflect upon and you it, it's kind of a weird way to keep things Fresh. I mean, you you almost as a couple, and I I don't know what it would be like if if you know if we had kids and we had to go through the headache of strollers and all that crap. Yeah. It wouldn't feel like a vacation at all. But when you and I go somewhere together, it it always reminds me of like it's almost kind of it, it's almost the same kind of feeling of when we were going to go on our honeymoon. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just you and me, and, and it doesn't matter where we're going. Yeah, it's just getting ready for the travel and going and getting the stuff. And, and we've had the travel hiccups. We've had the issues. We've had the delays. We've had the cancellations. We've oh, had, yeah. and we've never Once been at each other's each throats other. yeah. about it. You know, that crap uh-huh. happens. I know. Yeah. I mean, I think that I, we, we love to travel together or even meet each other in different And And it states. doesn't, yeah, it doesn't have to be hop on a plane and fly to Japan for a month. Mm-mm. Every state has stuff you pick a freaking weekend well it's not even it's not even flying somewhere yeah that's what i'm yeah. saying drive to somewhere and i know what you're about to bring up because i saw you talking about it on speakeasy group with her oh are you gonna bring up what amber said oh no oh, yeah, she, I thought that's yeah what you that, that was a good that's a good uh, because that's local i say local it it's in oklahoma uh-huh. i mean every state has something that you can you can go do i mean e- even if you're not doing overnight one of the things that you and i do is we pick a town that's about an hour away uh-huh. and go spend the day there. Yeah. That either I haven't been to since I was a child, mm-hmm. and you've never been to. And it's nice to know the history behind everything that your partner is trying to show you, or even the memories that they had mm-hmm. in that specific place that they're taking you to. And some people are into that, and some people could just care less. Yeah. You know? I know. Where it's like... Not really. We got okay. Well, I know, and I think that that's why that's why I think that you should be open to it. Oh yeah. Though. Well, and uh, that, once again, that's more of a reflective a reflection of you're doing things right. Uh huh. Yeah. Um, because it shouldn't be forced. Right. To do that stuff, it should be something that you genuinely want to do, and you're genuinely interested in, and you genuinely are happy because your partner's happy or something. You know the. It should once again. It kind of, I guess, it kind of goes into the effortless category. Yeah. Um, but it should be. Those are things that should bring you joy. Mm-hmm. I know. Yeah. And if it is, you do things right. Yes, you are. I, with with you being gone this week, I mean, and and every time that you travel and I don't get to go with you, it sucks. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really, really sucks. And um, but I think that a big thing is. Being when I do get to see you when you get back, like being 
actually happy and excited to see your partner. Mm-hmm. And I think that that is super important. And it, it doesn't, you don't have to go on a trip for me to, to feel that way. Right. But I think when, when a person is genuinely happy to, to see someone, it makes, it makes the other person feel good too. And, and it's, it's just a natural reaction to being happy with the person you're with. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think we've brought it up on here before, but you, you worked with some girls who, A, didn't want their partners to show up at their work. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I would show up and you would be all excited to see me mm-hmm. and you'd yeah. be happy. And, and one of their boyfriends or husbands would walk in and they'd be like, what do you want? Yeah, what are you doing here? Yeah, why are you here? Uh-huh. And... You could just tell completely different levels of happiness in the relationship. Mm -hmm. And if you can't get excited about the one person that you should be the most excited about, that's a problem. Yeah. Um, So, once again, if it is one of those things where (coughs) you do do see your partner, uh, or they they pop in, they surprise you, or there's been a little bit of time... Away, and I think that a lot of this is everyday stuff. Mm-hmm. That if you're, you know, we we have over the last couple of years have not had to experience one of us going into work mm-hmm. and coming home, and we're doing that again. Yeah, and it's it's funny because as, as much as I would rather you be here all day, there are some neat things that I forgot about that there's a silver lining to that. Yeah. And it has nothing to do with, I get me time. <laughs> right. You know. I know. Because I would ra- we would both rather be oh, yeah. with each other anyway. But, but it is that, it is that getting to get excited that you're coming home. Mm-hmm. It's uh, knowing that I'm going to get that phone call or anticipating that phone call that you're on your way home. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the... Being able to text one another, I know during the day, or sext one another mm-hmm. during the day, because when, when you're we with were each home, other, we were sitting next to each other, it would just be stupid. It's <laughs> yeah. almost as dumb as people that write each other on Facebook or comment on each other sitting right next to each other. Right, I know, it's just uh-huh. asinine. <laughs> but that would have been the same thing of uh-huh. me texting you while you were sitting right here next right. to me. Um, so it's some of those things that once again I would rather you have you here, mm-hmm. but it's like oh it's neat to kind of experience those again. Mm-hmm. I know, so. yeah, I totally agree. I think that's cool. I think that I think that it's awesome when people are happy to see their partner, though. I think that it's so nice to because you don't see it very often, I guess. Mm-hmm. And when you do, it's like wow, good. They they do they really do seem happy. Mm-hmm. Um. There's this uh, there's this cute couple that older couple that comes to my gym, and uh, they are just the happiest older couple that I've ever seen. I think, mm-hmm. and you could tell that they do everything together, and that they want to be around each other. Yeah, they do these workouts together with this other trainer, and. They encourage each other the entire time, and uh, I can't I can't remember how long. I think they said they've been married for forty one years, mm. and uh, and they are 
happy <laughs> and you can see it. It's not. Yeah. Uh, They're not trying to run out the clock on each other. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's how I feel about old couples that hate each other. You're trying to run out the clock. I know. Well, and, you know, I think that with them liking each other, too, mm-hmm. they they keep each other young. Right. Because I think that all of the old, miserable, miserable people that I've seen mm-hmm. are... They're aged. Yeah. You know? Yeah. That, that's a really good point, too. Um, they they definitely look and appear that they just had a harder life mm-hmm. when they've been unhappy with their partner. Yeah. Um, they walk with worse posture. Mm-hmm. They, you know, just always just kind of tend to have this discontent air about them. And... You know, the older couples that are truly happy with one another, I think you're right. They they act younger. They mm-hmm. they tend to appear younger. It's yeah. not just that they act younger. You are you assume they're younger uh-huh. because of the way that they they act with each other. Uh-huh. Um, so it just it definitely gives off a vibe. Uh-huh. You know. Yeah, I know. Well, and so this and this couple in particular too, they. Like you could tell that they have like a a flirty type chemistry with mm-hmm. each other still too. And I think the couples that keep that alive and seeing that firsthand, an older couple especially, mm-hmm. to me, it's awesome. And right. it makes me happy to to see that yes, they they have done it right mm-hmm. for a long, long time. It's not right. You know, someone like us, I guess. Do you know anything about them that would make them different than the mold? Like, like, do they have kids? Yeah, they do have okay. kids. Uh-huh. Yeah. The, I mean, obviously, they're all grown up and yeah. everything, and they have grandkids now. But, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't think that... I th- and I wonder, like, how it was for them when they did... Mm-hmm. Have kids, you know, like when yeah. they were younger or whatever. If they still put each other first, then mm-hmm. you know, right? But and I'm maybe they maybe it's like one of the our episode last week where it's like no we put, no but they didn't say that mm-hmm. they didn't they because I talked to them about it and they were like they didn't make it seem like it it was ever hard mm-hmm. though like that they have. They, they're doing good, mm-hmm. <laughs> period. Right. And I like that. That's awesome to, to see. Yeah. Uh, and they they talk good about each other. Mm. And I think that a lot of couples that that are ha- truly happy together. When you when you hear, and I don't mean on social media, that, that does not fucking count. So don't give me that bullshit. <laughs> when I actually hear someone speak positively about their partner. Even when their partner doesn't know they're saying something positive, I know that they're doing things the right way. Mm-hmm. You know, when when I hear, you know, somebody, you know, say something about, you know, their wife you know, does something, it's like, oh yeah, she's. I'm just I'm so glad she's got her head on straight, and she she's such a go getter. She just she does this and that, and the wife doesn't even know he said it. Mm-hmm. He's not getting any brownie points out of it. He's not. 
you know, trying to get a blowjob on the ride home because of what he said. <laughs> right. You know, it, there's no angle to it. It was just a sincere thought and observation he had that he shared with somebody else. That's a true compliment. Uh-huh. Typing it on Facebook to get recognition from other people that you paid your partner a compliment is not the same thing. No. No, that's just... It's disingenuine. Completely. Oh, yeah. And you're just trying to get attention yeah. for yourself. It's not, not for your partner. That's for you. Uh-huh. But when I when I hear that or I see those things, or and, and it doesn't even have to be that the partner doesn't hear it. When I, when I see someone pay their partner a compliment, um, a real compliment, not not a forced, cheesy, mm-hmm. oh, this, this is probably something I should say right now. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah. But a real compliment that's... That's where, yeah, I, I can tell that, you know, that there's they're doing things right. Well, and you can tell someone that is being genuine about it. If you want to put something into words or a text or in written format, it should be for your partner's eyes only, because that's one of the things I do with you. Yeah, is whenever I'll, like I'll, I'll send when I know you don't have your phone on you, uh-huh. I'll send you a text because I know you're not going to get it. I'm not looking. I'm not watching you to see you look at your phone to give me a reaction that I'm trying to fish for to make myself happy. Uh-huh. I just want to say something sweet or complimentary or whatever, and I know you'll get it later. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. And that's I think that if you're if you're if you have to have the need to use technology to do that, mm-hmm. it should just be for your partner. I know. Well, so and I guess like. <laughs> To like put it out there for a couple of weeks ago, we were at the gym and uh, and I was uh, I was with uh, with a client or something, mm-hmm. and Seth saw. I couldn't me. talk to you. Yeah, he you was. Were, you were working, so yeah. I was doing my routine. Uh huh. He was doing his own thing, and uh, and so later on, I got a text message from him that he had sent me during the session, mm-hmm. saying. I know you won't get this until later, but you are super pretty or something. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was like, oh, that is so sweet. Right. Yeah. I don't think I said super pretty. Oh. I don't think I'd say super. I, I, I say super. Yeah, <laughs> so I, I say added, super. I, I added that in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I always say super. Um, but, yeah, I mean, where in the heck were we? We were... Talking, talking good about each oh, yeah, other. Oh, yeah, saying good things. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. Talking and good about each other to each to other. To each other and, and to other people. And about each other, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, and uh-huh. about each other. That's a better uh-huh. way to put it, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, and that's a, that's one thing. Like, yeah, we. I mean, if you are talking good about your partner to other people, I mean, like you said, it's mm-hmm. that's good. That is a good sign. And there's too many people that don't talk good about their partner. Oh, yeah. They they take it they take the opportunity when their partner's not around to say bad things about them to vent about instead them. of saying good things about them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? And and once again, I think that people don't realize how stupid they look when they do that. Mm-hmm. When, when you start venting and listing off things that are so wrong with your partner, you look like the chump for being with them. Yeah. I, know. I don't think anybody really sympathizes with you, unless you're telling it to a bunch of other chump-ass people. <laughs> right. I know. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah. You're not going to get any sympathy from me. Mm-hmm. No. Me either. Um, we... So, another thing that... That, I guess... 
couples do that is good is you can talk to each other, but not only like talk to each other, but you're actually like actively listening Mm -hmm. and you can have a, a good conversation. And then later on, the wife can ask you something or you could do something and you're like, oh, and the wife would be like, oh, you remember, like. <laughs> you paid attention. Yeah. Uh-huh. Because I know a lot of a lot of dudes don't really, they'll act like they're listening. Yeah, but do you think that even that example is kind of like, what, you want a cookie? Yeah, I guess that's true. I mean, you should listen. I know, but yeah, people so don't. People don't. Yeah. yeah. So, but when you are listening, that is good. Mm-hmm. I think so. I think that. Uh, well, I I, th- I think just even to take it a step further of, of getting very simplistic, being able to talk to each other. Oh, I know that is huge. Very true. I mean, there's there are people out there that are amazed that you and I have enough to talk about to do a weekly show. Uh huh. And there's other podcasters out there that the only time those two communicate is on the show. I know. And we talk like this. All the time. Seven days a week. Yeah. We just happen to record it one day a week. Uh Uh-huh. And have a drink. Yeah. And our clothes are on. (laughs) (laughs) But we don't ever run out of things to talk about. No. You know? And I think that's one of the things where we we don't have a dead air relationship where it's like, well, what? What do we talk about now? Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. I've heard all your lame-ass stories. You've heard all of mine. and I know. And I, well, I guess that's it. I know. It's funny, too, that you say, like, lame-ass stories or whatever, because uh, I, like, last night, Seth sent me a text of uh, this picture of him when he was in the Navy and uh, that someone posted on Facebook, and... <clears throat> he got to tell me or got to show me the picture of of him and these his guy guy friends that he told this this awesome story about and now I get to see the yeah, you have an actual the face yeah. to the to the story mm-hmm. and I love hearing your stories mm-hmm. your stories are the best and I couldn't imagine not enjoying Listening well, and, to you, and, and, I, and I think that that brings up a, another kind of good point to it because you will say, "Oh my gosh, tell tell them this story." <laughs> yeah, and a lot of women, the husband will start telling. She's like, "Oh my gosh, I've heard this a hundred times. Mm-hmm. Not this again. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to be over here." But you will like track me down at a party and have <laughs> me tell a story. You've heard it fifteen times, uh-huh. and yeah. you want to hear it again from you. Yeah. <laughs> And and I think that that's a, that's you know if if you aren't getting sick of your partner's stories, that's a you're doing something right. Yeah. You know. Uh huh. And, 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 and so I think I think that's a good one too. But I but I th- I really do think that just the ability to regularly communicate and talk with one another. Yeah. Is something that so many people don't have. Mm-hmm. So if you're able to casually converse. I mean, I know, I know couples that don't call each other on the way home because they don't have anything to talk about. Yeah. And it's almost like, you know, we, we don't talk that much in the morning. I go here. They go here for the day. We may text random stuff throughout the day about the kids or practice or pick up something for dinner. But then it's, 
all right, we get off. I'm, I don't want to talk. It's my time in the car is me time. I just want to veg out and listen to the radio. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's, I think, for couples that really like to communicate with one another and do things right, it's reflective in the very first thing that you said, how your partner comes first. Mm-hmm. And over listening to the talk radio or listening to music or whatever in my car, I would rather listen to you. Mm-hmm. And so I think that people go through that, though, <clears throat> and they don't want to talk to their partner mm-hmm. on the way home from work. They don't want to talk to partner on the way to work in the morning. They don't want to discuss it all, and then they get home, and it's almost kind of like they try to avoid each other to not be put in the situation where they have to admit, we don't have anything to talk about anymore. I know. Uh-huh. You know? Yeah. Well, and, and most uh, and people... You you know, they'll only have the kids to talk about mm-hmm. and stuff. And people that that can talk to each other that that's really good. Mm-hmm. And keep having those good conversations yeah. with each other. Cause those it's very meaningful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that um one that that I like I think that I I wanted to have an ep- an actual episode on this, but I don't think that there was there's enough substance to it for a full episode. But going to bed together, mm. the, the at the same time at the same time, yeah, going to bed together <laughs> and sleeping together in the bed, not um, a Jen and Michael Scott situation from oh, The yeah. Office where he sleeps on the footstool. Yeah. yeah. But, yeah, sleeping together and going to bed together. I think that pe- couples that go to bed together, mm-hmm. I think that, I mean, I know not all couples that go to bed together are going to be very, you know, very happy or whatever. But I think that it's it says something when you don't go to bed together, mm-hmm. though. Yeah. Well, I think that you hear a lot of excuses about that, too. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm just, I'm not... Well, I mean, even I talk about my ex-wife. She wanted to go to bed at 8, eight o'clock, 9 o'clock at night. I'm not ready to go to bed. And it wasn't a, I'm going to bed early for sex, go to bed early. It mm-hmm. was literally, I'm going to bed now so I can fall asleep before you do. And she didn't want me to go to bed either. Mm-hmm. It wasn't like I had an invitation to go anyway. Oh. Um, and it was like, well, I'm not... It's eight o'clock. It's eight thirty. It's nine o'clock. You know, my son's not even in bed yet. What? What are you doing? <laughs> yeah. You know, no, I'm not going to bed that early. So I guess I do get it from that perspective. But once again, we were doing things completely wrong. Mm-hmm. So that's why. And there was no, you know, no compromise. Well, instead of going to bed at nine, you know, if you want to go to bed at nine, I want to go to bed at eleven. Let's mutually agree to go to bed at ten. Mm-hmm. You know, whatever. I mean, but that never happened. Um, but you do hear people be like, well, I'm just not ready for bed. You've heard people say, well, I can't fall asleep in a bed with somebody else in there. You know? That's weird. Or yeah. they have to fall asleep with the TV on and I have to fall asleep in, sound, in complete silence. Mm-hmm. Those are things you guys should have addressed and figured out before you got married. I know. What's your sleeping patterns and habits? Mm-hmm. What, what, what is? Because that's a huge thing that can affect. If you aren't going to bed at the same time, your chances of having a healthy sex life plummet. Oh, Absolutely yeah. plummet. Yeah, um, big time. So, 
And that, and we're just talking about not going to bed at the same time. Don't, don't even bring up not sleeping in the same bed. Oh, I know. Yeah. It's even worse for you. Uh-huh. So yeah. there, there is, and we're, we're not, we're not that, I mean, we've got two dogs in the bed with us uh-huh. they, and they're weird either. <clears throat> there's no rhyme or reason. Yeah. They'll both either cuddle with you uh-huh. or they'll both either cuddle with me <laughs> or she'll cuddle with me and he'll cuddle with you or he'll cuddle with me and she'll cuddle with you. Uh-huh. Um, so it's not like you and I are, are you know, wrapped around each other trying to fall asleep. Yeah. And that's that's why we go to bed. There's just there is just something about us ending the day together. Yeah. And and you know, hanging up the night by going to bed at the same time. Yeah, I know. Uh-huh. I think that it's important in my life to mm-hmm. go to bed at the same time together. It's weird because I don't like going to bed without you like (laughs) all like some night like on very very rarely if you are like super into like mortal Kombat or something Mm -hmm. and i'm like yeah i'm just i really am just too tired it's like two or three in the morning (laughs) yeah but what do i always do but you you, i just cut it off i'm never like okay i'll be to bed i'll I'll be in bed in a little while Uh i always just cut it off yeah and pout and go to bed <laughs> and I'm like, but it's Friday night. It's only 3 a.m. Uh, I'm like, I'm tired. Yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, yeah, okay. So I just cut it off. And yeah. Then we go to bed. Uh-huh. I know. But like, I'll lay down for a second or something. And I'm like, oh, this sucks. But then like, here yeah, I'm, you I'm come. right behind you. Yeah. yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> but I, yeah, I think the couples that go to bed together. I think the only, t- well, I, the only time that we've really never done is when one of us has been sick. Oh, I know. Because we have the most comfortable guest bed yeah. on the planet. And when you don't feel good, it's the best thing to it lay in. Really it really is. It, you just immediately fall asleep. You don't toss and turn. It's just, you just get such sound sleep. So when you're sick, we, we've we've done it where the sick person stays in uh-huh. our bed. Yeah. And like, because I've gotten up and went in there because you were. I've, got, I've done both, I guess. Yeah. Uh-huh. I've you, been I remember, sick I can't and what go you in had. there. You were doing something weird with Your my breathing with was my, really yeah. weird. Like it was like I was like yeah, it was like yeah, and I'm <laughs> like, what weird. is that noise? Yeah, because I'm such a light sleeper, uh-huh. and it was just yeah, like you. I think you had a sore throat, so your throat was swollen. Yeah, and it so was. you you didn't have a clear airway, and and it was just yeah, it wasn't like snoring, but Mm-mm. it was it wasn't that at all. It was just like. It was like you had to open a closed valve yeah, it was. in your throat or something. Was. And I was like, okay, I can't sleep like this. <laughs> so I went back there. Oh, man, I was out, yeah, too. Yeah, I know. Well, and I've gone in there because I, like, Good I've coffee. gone up yeah. and I was like, I just can't. It, mm-hmm. My throat tickled too much and I couldn't hold couldn't it. it. Yeah. <laughs> and so, yeah, you're trying not to cough. Yeah, because I don't want to wake you up. And so then I'll go into the, mm-hmm. the guest room. But yeah, that doesn't, that stuff doesn't, is not included, I guess. Because, right. yeah, <laughs> yeah the, that's the only time that we sleep apart. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think that with with the the bed and all that is being sexually satisfied mm-hmm. though oh, yeah. i mean you brought it up that you know people that don't sleep together or go to bed at the same time or sleep together they're you know probably not having mm-hmm. enough sex but 
if you are sexually satisfied, I mean, I think everybody knows how we feel about oh yeah about being sexually satisfied and having enough sex and mm-hmm. enough sex for two to both of you. Right. Yeah. It, it has to be equal satisfaction. Mm-hmm. One of you can't feel like it's a chore or that you're having too much sex, and one of you can't feel like you're deprived. Mm-hmm. Um, and and if you if you're truly happy with your sex life. Not content, but like happy and excited about it. Yeah, you're, you're you're doing something very right. Yeah, and that, and that's something that it's hard to really gauge because I because I know people lie about it. I know that you know guys will fabricate stuff, and I know girls will be quick to be like, "Oh, we have a great sex life," because you're almost embarrassed to say that you don't. Mm-hmm. Um, and so it's hard to tell where I'm like, eh, are they really, are they telling the truth? Is it, mm-hmm. are they lying about it? Are they trying to make it more than it really is? Or are they really that all over each other? Mm-hmm. You know? And I hope they are. Do you think, do you think that a lot of people lie about that though? Like, I think so. I'm trying to think of people that, that I've known because most of the people that I've known, actually actively say that well, we don't have enough sex yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. i think that's the majority maybe there's some that say that they do i'm trying i can't think of them off the well top i of think it depends on the narrative around the conversation i think that i i think that if if you have a group of people and there's four people and two out of the three are talking about how they don't have a great sex life Mm-hmm. It's going to give the other person more courage to be like, yeah, I don't either. Mm-hmm. But if half of them are talking about how great their sex life is, the other person may not come out and lie, but they're not going to admit that they don't have a good mm-hmm. sex life. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And I think you, as a guy, you tend to see that with guys a lot. When, uh, when guys will talk about, you know, I mean, even, even like even like movies like The 40-Year-Old Virgin, where, mm-hmm. you know, it's a group of guys talking about stuff and he gets actively caught in a lie. You know, you, you've, you're never going to hear a story of a girl sitting around the table playing a game. And she's like, yeah, I, and I held his wiener. And it, you know, you ever feel like a like a summer sausage? <laughs> you know? A summer yeah. sausage? You know, it's a, it's Have a, you ever held a wiener before? Right, yeah. So <laughs> girls won't do the same thing that, like, guys do. Guys yeah. will back themselves into a corner. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh, most girls won't. And right. I think, I think most, most women are are typically by nature just more honest Mm -hmm. and they don't, they aren't as embarrassed about sexual things as guys are really to each other. I don't think so. Yeah. maybe. And and, I don't know if embarrassed is the right word. I think that, I think, I think girls will, will typically be, and I guess you can't count like lion ass, want to be slutty girls in high school that weren't really slutty but kind of wanted to act like it. Mm-hmm. That's a totally different category. I'm talking <laughs> matured you know, women. Out of high school women yeah. will be a little more forthcoming with the truth mm-hmm. of of their sex life. Mm-hmm. And I think men will still lie about it. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's very true. Forever. Wow. I think that men will. Yeah. Jeez. You know what I think about is... <laughs> I think about uh, the movie Old School when uh, they're they're doing the little blowjob class. Oh yeah, yeah, and all that. And I mean, I don't know how many women re- would really go to a 
blowjob class <laughs> blow taught by a guy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh, that's funny. But yeah, I mean, being sexually satisfied, if you are sexually satisfied, we think that that says a lot about your relationship. You know, I, I still, I, I wish I could find like really good hard data on it. I, I just, I'm, I will never buy couples that have a great sex life that have all these other problems. Yeah. Because you, you hear that. And I don't know if, if I say you hear that because you just hear it in television and movies where somebody's like, well, the sex was great, but everything... I'm, I'm like, no, it wasn't. I, I just don't think it was. Mm-hmm. It wasn't that great. Yeah, it couldn't have been that great. Uh-huh. And, and I think that... Or their definition of great is mediocre. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah, but then there's those women that get with the dudes that... Like, I guess the sex is great, but the dude is a douchebag or mm-hmm. something. You you see that a lot. Yeah, but I, uh, that's even what I'm talking about. On on what level? It, how great is yeah, it? Yeah, how great was it? I mean, and I guess I guess some of it's really kind of what, what their standard for sex is. Mm-hmm. Oh, I like that. Lemon at the bottom. Like, oh, yeah. Taste, yeah, it tastes good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But what their standard is? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's just so, I don't know. I, I just, I always think that when, when I hear stuff like that, I'm like, really? And, and I, I, I'm skeptical because I firmly believe that we fire on all cylinders because the main backbone and support of our happiness in life is our sex life. <laughs> I mean, it's such a major part. It of, is. It really is. Of who we are as a couple uh-huh. and what makes us happy and how uh, it just seems like a lot can really just kind of go back to that. And I'm sure people would be like, well, that's horribly unhealthy. <laughs> I because know. what happens if, if you can't have sex anymore? Does that mean the rest of your marriage goes away? I don't think so. <laughs> Is it possible? Yeah. Is it probable? Not right now. Yeah. You know? And so, but I think that that's where, I, I, I don't know. I, I just feel that there is, there's, when the sex is so good and you're so happy and content and, and fulfilled, like you said, mm-hmm. of with the amount and the quality and the type of sex that you're having, I don't know if 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 you how could you be unhappy? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, how, because I I I I don't like consciously say oh, I don't like what she does, but the sex is really good, so I'll overlook it. Mm-hmm. And I don't know if you. I, I I guess the test would be if we weren't having sex. Would I get annoyed? Mm-hmm. Would we argue? Would we fight? <laughs> I know. Would I be like, oh my gosh, she is a pain in the ass to live with? <laughs> and know. is it because we're just so blind to the annoying things that we do because the sex is so good? Because I'm not, I, it's almost like the best blinders in the world then. Because nothing, it's not something I'm, like I said, I'm not like, I don't like this, but I'm not going to bring it up because I want to have sex. Mm-hmm. It's, it's it's a non-issue, but I can't tell if it's a non-issue because it's a non-issue or is it a non-issue because the sex is such Amazing. a big piece of it <laughs> yeah. that everything else is a non-issue. Uh-huh. I don't know. 
I know. That's funny to think about, though, maybe, really. Maybe we should go 30 days without doing it. Oh. We'll see. <laughs> no. See if we get on. Well, I think that like thirty days without doing it, it would be, it would probably be harder on me than it would you. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know about that. Well, no, it'd probably be harder on you because I would be irritated. It'd be harder on you at the end. <laughs> I know that. <laughs> but bottom line is, we should never try that. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I don't know, but because you do get irritable if you don't. Do I it. do, and that's the thing. Those, those, that's the only time that I get irritable. Well, no, you're either hungry. No, I know. Or horny. The, there's, there's, yeah, there's two, two things. You're either hungry or horny. <laughs> yeah. Well, both of them are easily not. fixable. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it's so true. I get. People, oh, and if you're both, it's worse. It's way worse. I know there's things like. Hangry at our house doesn't mean hungry and angry. It means horny, hungry, and angry. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. But, I mean, because it's not necessarily... I don't know if it's horny. It's like, it's more so, I haven't had it. Yeah, so, you turn into a brat. So, I'm like, I turn Cause, cause, yeah, well, Because you're not like... You're not like short and snippy bitchy mm-hmm. you're you're kind of just yeah you act kind of like a spoiled little brat <laughs> that's how you act <laughs> but and it's like all right at least you know what and then it's like what well, needs are you? to happen but then like after you finally get get some oh i'm you're completely... you're, you're, you're like a happy little girl you're, you're all giddy like yeah <laughs> all right that's all I needed. I know. And then you're in a totally different mood. You're funny. <laughs> I know. I am. Huh. I don't know. It, it's, yeah. As long as you keep me sexually satisfied, mm-hmm. I'm good. Yep. But, yeah, I mean, I guess you brought up a good point. Like, what happens if if we can't? And, I don't know. I look at that like, I know that... I, well, okay, I look at it like this. If you're not... Using it, you're gonna lose it, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So you gotta keep doing it. Right. So just do it. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know. Well, and that—that's one of the things that, like, you—you you won't know until you get there. I know. Like the the older couple that you think is all fun and flirty, they may still be having a very healthy sex life. I know. But you know that that old crotchety couple that's, you know hunched over and yelling at each other in the Walmart parking lot. They haven't had sex in years. Oh, I know. Yeah. Yeah, that's why she's bitchy. And we, we're going to be the couple that gets caught doing it at the senior... At the, <laughs> at the senior at the, center? At the, at the... What am I thinking? The retirement village? Retirement or, home? Yeah, or, you know, whatever. yeah, whatever. Yeah. Oh, there's there's Seth and Crystal on the tennis courts again. <laughs> on the tennis look, courts. Oh, look at him over there in the golf cart. <laughs> Yeah, that's going to be us. Little cute little old couple. Um, but So I think the last thing that I would like to mention is being, being able to make decisions like almost for your partner or without your partner's approval necessarily. Mm-hmm. And... And it not be and not, not be backfire or yeah be, or turn into an issue right or be controlling even yeah yeah and that, that that's a weird one to, to kind of figure out how to put it because it's 
and I guess given an example would, would be, you know, I, I, I know that I could, <coughs> I could, you know, we talked about the travel stuff, traveling each other. I, I could book a trip to anywhere. Mm-hmm. If I came, if you came home from the gym one day and I said, Hey, um, I booked us a trip to, you know, Delaware. Mm-hmm. Delaware. Yeah. You would be like, <laughs> oh my gosh, I have always wanted to go to Delaware ever since Wayne's World. <laughs> yeah. I know. Well, we used to live on Delaware Street. Oh, that's true. Too. And uh, I, I could, but you know, I use that to pick on, you know, the most boring place ever, yeah. apparently. Uh-huh. But and everybody at Delaware may be like, this is the best state. We hope everybody thinks it's Oh, sucks. I know. Yeah. Um, but anyway, you know, I, I, I could book us a trip anywhere. Mm-hmm. And, and you would be happy. I wouldn't have to do it and be like, oh, I hope she's not going to be upset i mean we we are so confident in that that we even joke about it every holiday or birthday present was oh i hope you like the gifts i got you know (laughs) damn well that we did good for the other person Uh um and it's the same thing i mean i i know that and once again it's not a controlling thing it's not Mm -hmm. that um you know, and one of the things that even I do is when you do make that decision for me, you're like, "Oh, hey, I got this." I'm like, "Well, I wanted that." <laughs> Joking, just around. to see what you say. <laughs> but you, you did the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, whether it's ordering a drink or food or, mm-hmm. you know, whatever. I mean, one of the things that that I'll, even even something simple when we're on the couch, you, you'll be, you know, you'll be editing a video or mm-hmm. or wrapping up and. I'll just put on a movie, and you're like, what are you watching? And I'm like, you'll see. And then I know it's going to be something you're excited <laughs> yeah, about. Yeah. It's not like, you know, you don't want to watch an action movie, and I throw on, you know, Kickboxer or something, or uh-huh. some Steven Seagal movie, and you're like, oh, my gosh, this again? <laughs> yeah. You're like, oh, my gosh, what, uh, wedding singer, yeah. <laughs> yeah. You know, or whatever. Yeah. And it's a good thing. But I think that at that point where... You're you're very confident, and you know your partner so well that it, it's not a controlling issue. It, no. it, it's really just oh, I know this is what they would like, so I'm going to make this decision. Mm-hmm. And it's not a well, I'm going to make this decision, and they better like it. Oh, I know. Or I don't care if they like it. Yeah. It's just it's once again, it's kind of an effortless decision that you make, just second nature, because you know what makes your partner happy. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't mean like major things like. Buying a house? Oh gosh, no! Or or even a car? Yeah. I mean, I think yeah. that even we could do that. Yeah, the car I think thing, the car but... thing would work for us. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I know. So sometimes I get sometimes with like big purchases, though I get like a little bit leery because it's a big purchase, and I think that it is important to. Did talk you do to a big you. purchase for Valentine's Day? No, no, <laughs> no oh, I, didn't. I did. <laughs> <laughs> so, but yeah, I think that it is important to talk to each other about that stuff, though. Mm-hmm. But, but I think knowing the your partner's boundaries with that stuff, oh, yeah. though, too. Yeah, a lot, yeah, you have to know yeah. your partner. It's 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 knowing your partner and having the confidence to make that decision. But it's also on the other end, really a trust thing where you trust your partner to make mm-hmm. that decision. Yeah, exactly. I know. So it goes, it works like mm-hmm. hand in hand together with that. I know. Like a circle, <laughs> circle <of> trust. <laughs> um, but yeah, I mean, we just wanted to with this episode. We just wanted to 
tell everybody like what you sh- what people are doing right yeah. and what you should be doing right and these are things that you should be doing it shouldn't always be about pointing out you know here's the things here's the negative stuff in our relationship mm-hmm. um be- because you should be able to sit down and say well what what are we doing right mm-hmm. not this needs to be fixed Let- let's start the conversation with what are we really good at as yeah. a couple well we communicate very effectively you know we have uh, i'm pretty sexually fulfilled they're pretty sexually fulfilled you know we love spending time together I guess at the end of the day, I would almost want to say, though, if you're doing these right things, the wrong things don't exist. And so I think that for those of you that have a bigger con list than pro list, sprinkling these right things to do will hopefully reverse the balance or reverse the scales or tip the scales so you can, you know, do more right than wrong or whatever. Yeah. Uh Uh-huh. Um and so think about those things. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, that's that's. And good. I'm sure there's stuff that people do right that we haven't covered. And oh, I know. Let us know. Haven't talked about. And, yeah, and let us know. You guys Tell do that's us. special, or you think's unique, or you feel you guys are really good at. Share that. Yeah, we would love to hear, and um, we would love for you to share that on our speakeasy group. Yeah. Really. Um, but so we want. I guess we want to end it with. Telling you guys to have a very happy Valentine's yeah. Day. It's uh celebrate it. Yes. I don't like it when people are like, Oh, we, well, don't, we don't celebrate do, Valentine's Day. We don't do Day. Valentine's Day. Celebrate it. It's it's one day a year. Yeah, you can celebrate any other Friday out of the year too and do that too. Yeah. But it's fucking Valentine's Day. I know. Have some fun. Get dressed yeah. up. Go to a nice restaurant. Yeah. Hope you, hopefully you made your reservations. Already, I know. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully. Especially yeah. by by the time this airs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> hopefully you have something set up. Yeah. Even if it is just a a small little intimate tiny little hole in the wall restaurant. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do it. Yep. Yeah. But yes, happy Valentine's Day, guys. Um Thank you for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel, like us on Facebook again, follow us on Instagram. And listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast. Mm -hmm. And we'll talk to you next week. Thanks.